Uh, hi, this is Katie Cook, a comic book artist and writer of many things, including My Little Pony and stuff for Marvel and Star Wars and blah, 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 blah. You are listening to the Nerd Dome Podcast. Thank you. Headphones on. Let's do this. Hey, do you know of a, uh, a podcast I could listen to that has nerd and comic books and stuff? I really can't find one. I say, you ever heard of the Nerd Dome Podcast? Hello everyone, welcome to the Nerd Dome Podcast, episode one hundred something something. Hi. Uh it's a it's a two man show tonight. Uh I'm your podcaster without fear, Luke, and I'm joined with Me. It's Ryab. Uncanny Ryab. Ryabbing uncannily. Yes. As per usual. Yes. Cool. I Ryabbed uncannily all the way here. <laughs> Are you all my uncannily out. All of it? All of it. Fresh out of uncannily. <laughs> Recharge. You freshly squeezed. <laughs> uh, all right. And so, Kenny has been freshly squeezed. So I don't know how this is going to work because... It works like it always does. Um, do well, I've got one news story. News? news. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. All right. So uh, Netflix has revealed... Um, some of their reasoning behind uh, canceling Iron Fist and Luke Cage. I mean, other than the Disney overlord said it so. Yes, other than that. Um, it has to do with uh, viewership drop-off. Um, so they put up some numbers, and they just used Daredevil Season 2 Nobody believes as a baseline. Uh, <laughs> at uh, 100, so that's that's the top. Uh, and then Luke Cage season one was at a 92, and Iron Fist season one was at an 80. See? Those are fine. Those are fine. So Luke Cage season two drops down to a 38. Lies. And Iron Fist season two drops down to a 29. Inconceivable. And currently Daredevil season three is at a 73 or 74. Oh, no. Iron Fist two beats Daredevil season three. See, I think it's... <laughs> I think it's because I had no problem with Daredevil or uh, Iron Fist season two, uh-huh. I had no problem with it. But I think that that word of mouth of Iron Fist sucks, yeah. even though Iron Fist is better than anything on the CW. Yeah, Iron Fist season one is leaps and bounds better than that. But You're I still think watching goddamn Arrow, <laughs> the fucking Arrow. <laughs> um, I think that Flash uh, forward. I need to talk about that too, uh, so I can get off my chest. Yeah. You just, <laughs> um, I think it's just because the word of mouth of Iron Fist is bad. People are like, you know, well, uh, Iron Fist sucked. It's like, no, it didn't. It didn't suck. It was the least strong of all of the Iron Marvel Fist Netflix is, is ones at until least the third strongest. Uh, <laughs> at least the Defenders until Jessica Jones Pretty season sure two he's stronger came out. than Daredevil. Strong? I don't know. Do you think? Pretty sure do you think Danny could, could out bench press Matt? I do. I don't think he could. 
with his fist? He, he with can't iron. Fist? He would he break totally the barbell. Just fist the barbell up. That's not how it works. He would break it. So and then, Luke Cage. And then so there Jessica would, Jones. No. Yes. No. When has Danny ever done anything gently with that fist? <laughs> <laughs> never. He never has. He he doesn't resort to the fist until mm-hmm. something needs to be damaged. Mm-hmm. Where I mean, Luke and Jessica did damage. Okay, he's at least the fourth strongest defender. <laughs> um. Yeah, and honestly, I I prefer both Iron Fist season one and two over Jessica Jones season two. I would agree. Well, that's easy for me to say anyway because I really like Iron Fist. And yeah. I it, really didn't like season two. Ha- the last half of season two, Jessica Jones. That I really is, didn't like it. Yeah, that is like bottom of my list. Mm-hmm. Um, but season three is good. We'll get into that once we have everybody. Uh, yes. Daredevil because... We have all watched it, actually. Yes. It's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> all the moons aligned <laughs> and it worked. Um, all right. So you wanted to get some Amel off your chest? Oh my god! So, <laughs> Arrow, oh, Arrow. I haven't got to talk about this. So, I was, re- I was, I was really interested to see what they do because you can't flashback anymore because they've literally covered every possible year on the island, mm-hmm. literally from the day they left, got there from the day that he left, and then they blew up the island last season. So I thought, for emphasis, Thank God, no more island. So, so we're watching this show, and then it, it flashes to the goddamn island, and this dude's going to the island, and you're like, what's he going there for? The island blew up, but it's still there, and um. So we go in there, and and it's it's Oliver's son as a man. So they can't flash back anymore. They're flashing forward. So uh, arrow. (laughs) (laughs) And then the bad guy is still the same bad guy from last time. The 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 least interesting bad guy of all the series. They're like, let's do him again. Who is it? Diaz, Ricardo that, Diaz. That that interesting. He's, just, <laughs> he's a, <laughs> Diaz, some he's asshole. A, he's like a crime boss. Uh, he's like a vindictive crime boss. Hmm. That's it. <laughs> he's like diet, caffeine-free, sugar-free, zero-calorie kingpin. Knockoff. Yeah, like Chinese knockoff. Black market kingpin. Yeah. No, not even Chinese quality. We're talking like um, Singapore quality. Mm. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I jumped off of those. Like <laughs> Arrow. The A there was just so many of them to keep track of and I just if I missed a night, I was screwed <laughs> for the season cuz I'd never be able to get caught up. Um so I just kind of dropped off. Like if they like when they show up on Netflix, I'll like binge a season and be like, "Okay, that was nice." <laughs> but that's how I that's how I <laughs> Legends is the only one that oh, I kind of miss watching. Show. Love that show. all the time, just because it was ridiculous. From it is by the far jump. my favorite. Yeah, the season finale of this last season beat all expectations. Yeah. It was absurd. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, so want to talk about some comics? Uh, I recently went back and reread the. Uh, um, I think it's called Shuttered Empire, the Star Trek, or Mirror, 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 uh, oh my God, hold on, I should have looked this up, um, the Mirror Universe Shuttered Empire? Yes, the, the Mirror Universe comic, Star Trek, the Mirror Broken. That's not Star Wars. Star Trek. Shuttered Empire. Sorry. (laughs) Star Trek, Mirror Broken. (laughs) It's really the first time you get a look, like, 
at Mirror Universe Next Generation stuff that mm. they never did in the oh, show. Oh, this is um, Valkyrie Beard Picard. What's that? Mm, his called? goatee. Yeah. yeah. Goatee Picard. Well, it's, and a, it's a specific kind of goatee. Oh, it's just a Van Dyke, something like that. That could be. Um, <laughs> my favorite part about that is Interrogator Troy. Yeah, you told me about she's, that. She's awesome. And uh, Jordy is... Uh, so in this one, they're still on the Stargazer. And yes. they're trying to kill, you know, Car- the Cardassian-Klingon alliance mm-hmm. and bring in ships and stuff like that. So they're doing that, and they're just ruthless. Barkley's there, because, of course, Barkley's there. Um, but uh, Is he, like, badass? Yeah, this? he's a badass. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, like, Jordy and Dr. Brahms are working on their galaxy class, which is actually the Dreadnought one. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay. Well, they're not going to give us a new ship, so we're going to go steal one. So it becomes like a heist with Data and like the the main three it starts out with are are Data, who's a killer android, um, you know, Picard and Interrogator Troy, and they go and enlist Jordy to help them steal it. And they need they needed somebody's access codes who was working there, so that's when they go get Riker mm. and they Riker and Picard get into a bar fight. And that's mm-hmm. how they bro out. They're like, bros! Yeah! <laughs> and then they go steal a fucking ship. And then they just go out and cause chaos. That's how they... It's the stories about how they got their Enterprise. Does Riker stab Picard through the tart with a, no, with but a he, knife? Because that's got, his weakness in He comes fights. close. Yeah? Yeah, no, they, they made a reference to that. <laughs> okay. He goes to stab him. <laughs> oh. And Picard turns out of the way and it just cuts his, his arm. His because off? Because uh, <laughs> Picard in this universe is suns out, guns out. Oh. He's sleeveless. Oh. For badassdom. Mm-hmm. And he's got a sash because that's what that's the yeah, style. Yeah, universe sashes. They love the their thing. sashes. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> It was IDW that did it. Uh I can't it was like last year or the year before it came out. It was, it's pretty good, so go check it out. Very good. You read comics as this is I did. I for Halloween, uh Chase bought me the the Tales from Vader's Castle. Mm-hmm. Spooky Tales from Vader's Castle. Spoopy. Um so it's 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 really well done. I really liked it. It's a it's a fun little uh, short story compilation, mm-hmm. but there's a little frame or wrapper around it of this story of these these uh people in the Rebel Alliance is around um probably around the same time Rebels is cuz mm-hmm. they talk about talking about the ghost crew and talking about um well no because they know Han Solo too so anyway but they they they're crashed they've crashed on Mustafar mm-hmm. they don't know what's there yeah and so they're like oh there's this giant ass castle building thing so let's just let's go, go that direction because our ship crashed in the lava and is melted so we can't leave that's so awesome go that way and then to, to pass the time while they're trying to figure out what to do mm-hmm. they tell each other ghost stories Huh. And, and so each issue is, a, is another ghost story that one of them is telling. It's like, this is going to go terrible. Like the time this, I heard this thing on there. Mm-hmm. So it's just the first one's a story about the ghost and the, the, the rebels crew mm-hmm. um, and, and how the ghost got possessed by a, a ghost. ghost. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like a force, like a Sith force ghost. Huh. And then um, Kanan like traps it in the holocaust. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. Like Ghostbusters? Yeah. Did he throw it on the ground and so step possess- on something? It possesses is chopper <laughs> it's, it's great i mean <laughs> technically couldn't he like in canon always be possessed it's chopper yes so that's really fun and then the next one was it was a count dooku one so it was about mm. obi-wan and count dooku and 
and they were on this planet and there was vampire bat creatures that when you they bit someone they turned, turned them into, into one of them. Nice. And then Dooku got bit and turned into one of them. Oh my god. <laughs> Christopher Lee was Dracula? <laughs> yes. yes. It was so awesome. I That's loved it. So cool. <laughs> oh, I need to read that. Because Christopher Lee Dracula is like my favorite over the top Dracula. It's the best. Yeah. Um and then the one after that is Han Solo and Chewie, and they get sent to this um, planet with this, um, it's basically poison ivy, space Mm. poison ivy. (laughs) They have to overcome that. And then there was an Ewok one. Wait, like poison ivy, like the villain poison ivy, or like just like like, irritating rash? The villain, the DC's villain, but space poison ivy. (laughs) I thought you were like, they had to deal with irritating rashes. No. They found an (laughs) ointment, all was secure. (laughs) And then the next one was an Ewok tail. (laughs) it It was... no, it was Lagre and mm. Chirpa before mm-hmm. they were chief and shaman. Mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so awesome. it's like teenage Lagre and mm-hmm. Chirpa, and they have this adventure. And they and and the the shaman that was there like turned out to be the bad guy and mm-hmm. and was sacrificing little Ewoks. It got kind of dark. Sacrificing baby Ewoks to this giant thing that would eat them. Jesus, <laughs> that sounds terrifying. <laughs> And and then the next one ca- came out yesterday on Halloween, so I haven't read it yet. But it was a five-issue miniseries, and it's cool. been really fun. Yeah, I'll have to check that out. Um, you know, when you're talking about uh, Han Solo and Chewie, did you ever read the Death Troopers book with them in it? The one that was the fan book that they the, no. the fan idea that they ended up bringing through. I did not. Um, so it's this prison ship, this Imperial prison ship, and. Of course, they are, like, experimenting on prisoners with biological viruses. So it basically, it's like the main two characters are this dad and his kid Mm -hmm. who got arrested. The dad was, like, transmitting rebel radio something, and they took him and his kid. Uh, And then they'd been there for a while, and they were, like, there's whole, like, you know, in-prison mafia thing. But as they're trying to escape with the, the doctor who caused it they're like uh they're going through the records and they say oh we got there's people in solitary confinement we got to get them out of there and they go open it and it's han and chewy (laughs) so then it's han chewy this kid and the doctor are trying to escape from a imperial prison ship Mm -hmm. full of fucking zombies it's really good that's cool it's really good it's Mm. totally oh i think it is yeah this is way pre new canon sure sure sure. Mm -hmm. but it's it was fun. I remember I was like, ooh, spooky Star Wars. <laughs> awesome. You said something about Secret Wars earlier? Yeah, so I finished Secret Wars. Post-Secret Wars X-Men is a, is a uh, lack of a better word, astonishing. <laughs> nope, find a different adjective. <laughs> Amazing? No, mm-hmm. no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Spectacular? Yeah. Spectacular, Spectacular X-Men? Mm. Go ahead, cross Superior? the streams. Um... It's been really good. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's this after Secret Wars. There's this like six month bleh, skip mm-hmm. forward, and so like you, you kind of start in this weird fresh new point where you're like, I have no idea what's been going on. So the the ter- there's been a Terrigen cloud that's been released, which apparently was released in the comic books like in 2013, and now I'm in 2016, um, mm-hmm. and so like for three years. This cloud's been floating around, and now it becomes a big deal. I don't understand that. Mm-hmm. But now it becomes a big deal because it's poisonous to mutants. Mm-hmm. But I don't know why it hasn't been poisonous to mutants for the past three years in the comics. But I don't know. 
anyway, comics. So, um, the they so it it it's, turns mutants sterile and it makes them have mpox, which is still f- mm-hmm. I figured out what that is. But apparently, it makes their powers go crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and the school, in order to protect uh, mutants and create a new safe haven for them, they moved the school to Limbo, Magic's Limbo. And it like took like in Central Park, <laughs> well, or that's where the portal back. was. That's yeah, where they, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's where they pop, they pop it back to Central Park later on. But um, it's really cool because it had this part where Magic flashes back to because she goes and visits Doctor Strange for me, mm-hmm. and she got like all the wizards together. So there's Magic the and Council Doctor, of Wizards, Doctor Voodoo and Doctor or Voodoo and Doctor Strange and Scarlet Witch, and mm-hmm. and they all get together and and teleport the school to Limbo. I thought it was mm-hmm. really cool. Yeah. Um. And then so Storm's leading the X-Men, and she's badass, and Cyclops is dead, and nobody knows why. And there's, there's um, the, 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 Cyclops did something terrible and got in a fight with the Inhumans and died, something, something. I know what happens, too. I know what happens, not, too, but oh, okay. I've been spoiled a um, bit, but it's okay. The best part, uh, have you, have Emma's stuff? Yeah, that's later. Yeah. That's, that's um, in Death of X, which I haven't got to yet. Emma, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> have you got to the Iceman and uh, God, what's his name? The Inhuman. No, I haven't that got there yet. Great. So they, the that the original five X Men minus Gene. Are they so in the Scooby Doo van? Yes, they're, they're in the Scooby Doo van. van. Yep, they're and it's they've got um, uh, I can never remember her name, but the Fire and Ice, the chick Fire and Ice, chick, yeah, yeah. and uh, Evan, the mm. Kid Apocalypse mm. or Omega or whatever he's going. Kid Apocalypse. <laughs> um, they're they're having a, a great time, um, and and then Laura and Angel are dating, but now they're not. And then Honey Badger. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love her. Yep. I love the whole thing about the, all the yep. multiple Lauras, and it's just and Deadpool. Deadpool's good. Deadpool's mm-hmm. never good. Deadpool's yeah. good. <laughs> like um, Deadpool's just kind of fun, but it's it's like good, and he's like a superstar now, and is funding the Avengers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And no, everybody hates him, but Captain America is like, no, he belongs on the team. And, <laughs> and the Spider-Man quits the team. And then I read the whole, the Spider-Man Deadpool miniseries mm-hmm. together. That was amazing. Mm-hmm. Loved all of it because they play with the whole thing about how Deadpool actually is in love with Spider-Man. And it's it, it's great. And he's still mm-hmm. married to the queen of the underworld and that shenanigans mm-hmm. happen. And I've just been enjoying every issue of every all of these books. Um, I I really like. I kind of dropped off the other X Men stuff. I really mm-hmm. stuck with the young X Men mm-hmm. and their Scooby Doo van where they just bamf. Yeah, or their RV pickles. I love it. <laughs> I love it. The bamf. <laughs> um, you get because uh, Jean's not with them, right? No, Jean's the only one that yeah. of the original. Jean's one. went. Jean and, goes back to the school with old man Logan. And uh, Scott's kind of. Yeah, Scott's Scott like, stuff is really good. Scott is. Is I, oh, I have never oh. been a huge Cyclops fan, but Scott has been so super traumatized, and I feel mm-hmm. so bad for him. Toad captures him mm-hmm. and almost murders him because mm-hmm. Toad's lost it and gone crazy. Toad yep. was a good guy for a long time, and he's just broken now, and like thinks that he's gonna save the world by, by killing killing, yep. killing Cyclops yep. because of what old Cyclops did. What about the uh, the gang? Like, yeah, the Cyclops gang. Yeah. And he was like, "You want to, you want to see, you want to see what <laughs> yeah. it's like." Cyclops like, oh, is, shit. is having terrible time. So good. Uh, have you read any of the Champions yet? <laughs> no, not yet. That's up next. The Champions the is some great mm-hmm. Cyclops. I'm excited. Stuff. To it read is them. so good because you get Amadeus Cho, mm-hmm. who's kind of like a dick. Really, <laughs> he's like, "I'm better than all of you." And then you've got Robot, 
Vision, Viv, mm-hmm. uh, a Kamala Khan, Miss Marvel, Miles Morales, Spider Man, and Nova. Mm-hmm. It's a very good grouping of them, and yeah, the very first time they it doesn't really spoil much, but the very first time Cyclops sees them, he blasts the Hulk into like like the stratosphere, and he's <laughs> like, "What? Like, why'd you shoot our friend?" He's like. I saw a giant monster attacking some kids. <laughs> and they're like, that's fair. <laughs> and then he comes landing back and he's like, oh, he's mad now. <laughs> but yeah, I'm excited for you to read Champions because mm-hmm. really good. I did like, uh, there was one issue <laughs> of the Scooby-Doo X-Men, as I'm going to call it now, um, where they go to Paris, I believe. Yeah. And they I've, go to a club. Yeah, that's where... That's where um Toad captures. That's right. Cyclops. That's right. And so, uh, Kid Apocalypse and the one I can't remember her name. They're trying to take. Heidi. B- yeah. Got it. Yeah. Trying I- to take her. Uh, trying to take Bobby <laughs> to the bar to yes. try and meet somebody. Mm-hmm. And then I also <laughs> like her like clash of faith that she has in she the goes, middle of that episode. Yeah. Two, she goes into two. this church and just starts yelling at God. Yeah. And I and it's it's impactful. Mm-hmm. Like it is really good writing. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she's. I, yeah, I like how she's going through and dealing with that. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. That was my favorite X-Men post-Secret Wars. Mm-hmm. but And then Champions kind of took my attention away from that. Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like it kind of just stopped. I could be wrong. Um, but yeah, it's it's really good. <laughs> like, Anoli is on the team. Or Anol. I, I always pronounce it wrong. I think mm-hmm. it's Anol, but in my head it's Anoli. Um, but he's, uh, like... The adult Iceman is at the school, and he's mm-hmm. at the school. And so he's like, hey, do you want to talk? Like, in the middle of the battle, mm-hmm. he's like, not now! Yeah. And then, like, later on after the battle, he's like, hey, come here. And they talk to him, and he, like, adult Iceman comes out to an, an old, and he's mm-hmm. like, are you coming out to me right now? And he goes, yeah, you just seem like you have the whole gay thing together and and <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, well, well, I guess that was, and he's like, I guess that was like the least strange thing about me cuz you know I'm green and spiky and my mm-hmm. arms grow back and <laughs> um, I liked the I liked that in that whole Bobby coming out mm-hmm. issue when he was talking to older yeah. him Yeah, X-Men 600 I the the uh the look between adult Bobby and Kitty mm-hmm. that was like they captured it in that one panel right there it was just like uh, 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 <laughs> Like it was great. It was it, that's one of my favorite panels too. Just because there's nothing said mm-hmm. really, but you get everything that's said. I lo- yes. I love art when art does that. Mm-hmm. Um, read, read anything else, or is that is that about where you're um, at now? Uh, Power Rangers. I'm bringing that post shattered grid is good. Um, Do you feel like kind of like a drop off after that, or is well, it still keeping your attention? It's as keeping much? my attention. I. I hope that they're building up to something else. So the 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 side uh, side books, the other book, the relaunch is back to school, and I haven't read that one too much. Um, the other one, the main one, so in Mighty Morphin, the after the reality was reformed, mm-hmm. there's a group of Rangers that escaped that with the yeah yeah. There is a the ship the the space station in lost mm-hmm. galaxy they take that and they manage to shield it and then they escape that so they're they're outside of reality right now and they're in this other weird place there's no morphin grid so they they're whatever charge their <laughs> their morphers have that's is, all they was have. what they got left mm-hmm. so they're using it sparingly 
And so they're trying to like find resources and food and energy and stuff. And they're like, mm-hmm. become like this just bent on survival scavenger type crew. It's really interesting. Cause it's like totally different. There's like Andros, the space ranger and the Kimberly that went bad and redeemed herself. And then there's two of the same dude. There's, uh, but they're from different points in time mm-hmm. and the older one doesn't want to let the younger one know that it's him so he's like mm. trying to avoid him yeah. at all costs yeah. and and it's really interesting but there's this other person that gets on their ship and then takes all of their powers like she mm-hmm. just like absorbs it and then leaves and so they i'm really curious as to who that person is there because they're outside of reality and they have this there's morph they're, they're morphed like a power ranger but their suit is like this weird amalgam of different colors and stuff hmm. like they've been surviving off of taking other people's powers for a long time. So hmm. I'm really curious as to who hmm. that is. That's interesting. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I was thinking, I was debating about talking about something, but I'll wait till I finish it. Um, okay. So a while back we talked uh, a couple times about uh, Star Trek Discovery and I was like, it was hard for me. Like it was a good sci-fi show, but for me it wasn't a, a Star Trek show. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I watched it, but I kind of hate watched it. <laughs> um, but just recently, I I went back and I was like, okay, season two is going to be coming out, and I really liked the way season one ended. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let me go back. Let me, you know, go back kind of fresh start. Like I kind of know what I'm going to get already. So my expectations aren't through the roof. Um, and then I'm, and I'm going to watch it. So, so I did a, I did a rewatch of mm-hmm. all of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and just kind of to, before we get into it, what was your thoughts of the, the first season? Of discovery, it got better as it went. Um, I I really liked the first two episodes, that little movie kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cause kind of that's kind of what it played as is like an introductory movie, and then the show changed. And I didn't really, I didn't really like that the crew was so distrustful of each other and at each other's throats. And but as the story went on, I kind of I understood that's what the this is the story that they wanted to tell, and that's why they went that mm-hmm. way. But I still I don't like the beginning that much, but I really like when they get in when it gets going, mm-hmm. like when they start doing this the mirror universe stuff and they start doing the alternate reality stuff. It starts becoming very much more Trek and very much more interesting, and and I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so so yeah, I I I, I dig it. Um, I just wish that they would leave my point of view characters alone. As soon as I get attached to somebody, they die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. Or they kill somebody because I think that was <laughs> honestly like going through it um, again, um, <clears throat> kind of knowing what was going to happen. I was able to kind of appreciate it a little bit more. Um, my problem was that <clears throat> I never really got a point of view character for me, like mm-hmm. throughout the whole show. Mm-hmm. I didn't have one because I couldn't really relate. To any of them, mm-hmm. maybe Saru, maybe, but I just, I just couldn't, that's like, that's stretching it. Um, and then I finally did, which was the Ash Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> and then 
(laughs) (laughs) And then that didn't go well. Right. I was like, wait, what? (laughs) I can see you latching on to that guy. I can see that. So, so, uh, spoiler, um, he is a Klingon. He's the Klingon. Kind of. He's the main character Klingon. So... The thing that got me is, like, the doctor was, like, you know, certain amounts of, like, your bone have been removed. And, like, d- Which and we've I was never like, noticed before. I was, like, so why? So is was the Klingon shorter and he needed to be the exact height of the Klingon? So they had to shrink his arms and his legs a little? Like, I don't understand why they did that. Well, because, um... Here, here's or like, my head or like why they had to cut the other dude open and rip him open to go into the other guy. I don't I don't get it. It doesn't make sense. Here's my head cannon. Okay. So the so they took the Klingon and mm-hmm. they they remade reshaped him physical uh, surgically to be a human. Um so I, I I imagine if we look close enough or maybe just imagine hard enough <laughs> that the Klingon anatomy is is their their arms are probably a different or are much longer. And, and then a humans, and if he if they just were to like cosmetically change him, then he wouldn't look like. But then that doesn't go with like Worf. Like Worf is perfectly human yeah. except with a, a thing on his head. Yeah. So I don't know. so so. But my que- my my question was is like I thought they put the Klingon into Ash no, Tyler. No 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 no. They they surgically altered the Klingon to look like Ash Tyler. They but then why was it Ash Tyler there? That's where I'm confused. Like in his in his head. Um he, they brainwashed him. They brainwashed to be Ash They Tyler. brainwashed the Klingon leader to be Ash Tyler. Yes. So brainwashed that he believed he was and had all the false memories and everything like that. And then it manifested in such a way that basically Ash Tyler he's got like dissociative identity disorder and Ash Tyler is an alternate alternate personality at this point. But now he's Klingon the science dominant. Is not exact. He's the dominant <laughs> alternate personality. Yes. All right. That's. I'm pretty sure that's how that sure. went. Sure. Sure. All right. <laughs> um, one character I did like was the admiral. Yeah. She felt like a Starfleet admiral. From you could put her in any other Star Trek, and you're like, "Yep, that's a Starfleet admiral." Are admirals like that in real life? Um, the ones that I've met have always been, it's always been like in a big mm-hmm. thing. So they're in their public, public speaking mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to tell. It's like what you would get in a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, yeah. So I liked her because she, again, she felt like an admiral where she was willing to admiral. do. She was willing to do what she needed to do, and then when she got, you know, to that line, she stepped back. Mm-hmm. She rem- reminded me of uh, Admiral Nechayev from Next Generation and Deep Space Nine, the the blonde lady. Yes, that's exactly. I was like, that could be the same, the same character. Um, <laughs> I, I'm still not a fan of the spore drive. I still don't like that. Um, a spaceship powered by fungus? You don't agree? No. But I get, because a lot of people is like, well, if they have that, then why the hell isn't everything in that? Mm-hmm. Um, 
Which I get. There's a lot of stuff that's done, say, in the military that they experiment with, and then they realize it's not feasible to put in every ship or to give to every soldier. And then they say, oh, it was an experiment, and we decided not to go with it. I hope that's what they do. I kind of I'm want, pretty sure that's I kind of want do. them to get rid of that yeah. next season and mm-hmm. just go warp drive. Just like everybody freaking else, because the war is over. Yes. So you don't need to keep advancing that. Now you can go to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, so <laughs> another thing that, because this was supposed to be the same time as Kirk, Spock. Um, if you go by the, there's the Star Trek Online game. Mm-hmm. If you start a new character in the Discovery Zone. Yes. <laughs> Cadet Tilly. References. How many times have you t- taken the Kobayashi Maru? I heard Kirk's on his second go. Ah, so she's in. She was a cadet with him. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of where that so makes he's sense. There. I like that, and that's um, in the timeline there. That and I like like the uniforms uh, look like advancements on the Enterprise uniforms, the blue jumpsuits. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like so, that makes sense to mm-hmm. me too. But I'm like, man, they're really close. Like. I hope they make a uniform change. And then I see the trailer for season two and, and you see, it's the exact same cut of uniform. It's just black pants and, a, and a yellow top and a red top. And a blue. I was like, there, there, just do that. Mm-hmm. Cause everyone wears that. Cause you can't make it look like you, you can see, in the sixties, you know, yeah. it looks like that, sure. it would look like someone made it in their garage <laughs> if they did that. So I'm not, I'm not like saying, you know, it needs to be exactly like that, but that's a step that I'm fine with. And and it looks like Pike changes into the Discovery uniform after he takes command. I hope he doesn't. He does. I, I mean, to... you've seen that. In the, I, I'm pretty sure he does. You've seen that in the trailers. And then he goes back. <laughs> <laughs> because I want the because colors, I damn think, it. I think that. So we have um, the... Uh, what's the word I want to use? We have the precedent that... Um, each ship had its own insignia, mm-hmm. and and so its own uh, badge insignia mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, um, it would maybe be out certain of the realm. ships would be have their own uniform style, especially maybe a Section Thirty One yeah, ship like Discovery is. So maybe say. they do like this is this kind of a ship, so it's different uniform. Mm-hmm. And that would be that kind it, of ship for those. Same uniforms. thing as in the modern military. If you're on a submarine, mm-hmm. you wear a different uniform oh, than yeah. if you're on a aircraft carrier. There you go. So I get that. Um, I just want the colors. Mm-hmm. Especially now that the war is over, and it may go into my theory of during when the Federation is at war, if you notice the uniforms are very, they're not very colorful. They're not, right. they're very utilitarian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just hammer them out and get them on the people to get them out there. Mm-hmm. Whereas when they're scientists, they have a little more time. They can kind of color it up a little bit and go with the designs because mm-hmm. they were colorful until the Dominion War and the mm-hmm. Borg invasion and yep. then they were black. Yep. Because they were at war mm-hmm. and they didn't have the time to, you know, design new fancy uniforms. Um, so if they if it becomes more of an exploration show... They <laughs> had to transfer the, the, the cosmetic officer into the mm-hmm. weapons area. Yep, yep, <laughs> yep. He now sells phasers. Um... <laughs> But that'll go into my theory of, you know, if Discovery, since the war is over, I'm doing air quotes, the war <laughs> is over, that they will um, 
move on to um, more exploring and more colorful. And mm-hmm. um, another thing that I was thinking, I was watching the original series again, and I know they've even come out and said that there's really no good way to fix the Star Trek canon now, like the prequel stuff with Enterprise and now with Discovery. Because, be, well, like, they say that in the way uh, of, like, the technology and stuff. Oh, yeah. That doesn't really, there's no way to f- mm-hmm. fix that. One thing that was, was with me, though, so in the original series, there were really four races in the Federation at that time. There's a human, Vulcan, Andorian, and Stellarite. Yeah. The little dwarf Those guys. are the founding races. Yeah. But you the, don't, there's, there's way more at that point. Is there? Yeah. Okay. You, you don't see. So they're on the uh, they're on the edge of Federation space in the Beta Quadrant mm-hmm. in the original series. So they're out there. And mm-hmm. So they don't have a lot of encounters with them. I think I happened to be reading something about the original series. They only go to like four or five Federation worlds in that whole series. Mm-hmm. So they're out there. And so they pro- they're not encountering a lot of different races, but the Federation is still kind of a, a little glob and right smack dab in the middle of the alpha and beta quadrant mm-hmm. edges there. And so they have more. They're just not, they're not that big, okay. but they do have more than that. Cause I'm trying to like going back. I'm like watching it. And those are the only, like the only other races you see in Federation uniforms mm-hmm. in that entire thing are Andorians for the most part because they just popped the wig on them and painted them blue mm-hmm. and Vulcans. Um, and I know they they talk about that in Enterprise that that yes. was where those are the that's yeah the that's core the of four the stars on the the big stars on the Federation mm-hmm. symbol is is each one of those planets yeah. Um, but then, like, the way my headcanon works around so say that is true, um, mm-hmm. the way my headcanon works around that is, like, say someone, like, Saru, like, your planet doesn't need to be in the Federation for you to be in Starfleet. True. Yep. So that's the way my, like, after I thought about it for a second, I was like, mm-hmm. well, I mean, Nog was in yep. Starfleet, and mm-hmm. he's a Ferengi. Yep. And they're not part of the Federation. Mm-hmm. Worf. Yep. Another one. So that's kind of the way that I ended up going through it. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing I want to uh, go through is, I, I can't remember if it's, is the girl in that cybernetically enhanced? <laughs> <laughs> it's the data question. Because isn't there like a robot person in yes, Discovery too? there is. An android? Yes. And that doesn't There's make, like two. And that really doesn't make any sense. I really don't like that. Because data's near and dear to my heart. I would like it if if that android's head opened up and it's actually a it's little, a little tiny person <laughs> inside of it. Would that make you happy? Yes, would that'd be like, fine. Okay, cool. Um, what if it was voiced by Brent Spiner, the little oh. alien inside the android? <laughs> so there's one. So do you remember the Binars? Yes, they were a Federation world, mm-hmm. but um, they were very much cybernetically enhanced. Mm-hmm. So I kind of was okay with that. But the one, the, the straight up bow out android. On the, yeah, that the ship cy- yeah, the cyborgs I didn't, <laughs> yeah. I didn't mind. Mm-hmm. But the android guy I was yeah. like, wait a minute, because like, mm. it but was yeah. a big deal about data. <laughs> Did they forget? I don't, or they didn't even know in the first place. Yeah. They didn't even care. Yeah. Um, and then also you got to put a lot of that into it too. Like how much stuff did 
we just like as a human race just forget say between Rome and the Renaissance. We just forgot about it that we used to be able to do that as a human race and then we're like, "Oh, and we rediscovered that we had the ability to do that in the Renaissance." Yeah, there was like a whole dark age in between there and there was also like hundreds of years. This is like 10, 39. Well, between 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 next gen and this is like, I don't know, 50. Isn't oh, it? no, no, no. Because when, between Kirk dying and uh-huh. Generations is 75 years. Is it? Yeah. So it's over 100, I would guess, if Kirk's in a cadet at that time. Okay. So so remember in the uh, <laughs> there's an original series episode where, like, Memory Alpha is under attack uh-huh. and memory, and then you'll, maybe, maybe, like, something happened and all the memory cores... Like a virus, a giant repository of all Federation knowledge was mm. destroyed, and they're like, the "Oh, Romulans wait, we it. forgot we had <laughs> androids in Starfleet back then." It was the Romulans. <laughs> it's always the goddamn Romulans. But okay, so kind of going back, like I, I appreciated it more for what it was. That being said, the second I finished Discovery, mm-hmm. I put on an episode of Next Generation, and was like, "Oh, this is better." Immediately, <laughs> I was like, "Oh, this is better." So, like, I like it for what it is. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, just, it's. I don't know. I'm excited to see what they do with Pike. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited to see where they go next. I want, I want my doctor back. I really like him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you're gonna get your doctor back. I know, but I want. Maybe him. you'll get a doctor Pulaski. No. <laughs> <laughs> Watch Doctor Pulaski shows up. Um, she's been alive she's been alive that long Um, can we get Whoopi yes that's a character yes a Guinan a Mm -hmm. Guinan crossover because I would love that because I watched the episode where she got turned into a kid and she's like I haven't been a kid in a long time (laughs) I'm going to enjoy this because like three episodes before she's hanging out with Mark Twain Mm -hmm. and I was like whoa she's really old (laughs) um that episode is terrible, but I love it so much. Mm. I love the Mark Twain episodes. Uh, the the one where they turn into a kid. I mm-hmm. don't know who that little kid is, but she channeled Whoopi Goldberg. Oh, yeah. Like, she's... the way she sat uh-huh. with her hands and the way she <laughs> inflected her words. I was like, this kid is good. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then you also got little child Picard who stomps on the ground. I now, want my now, dad. Now. Now, now. <laughs> and I did like the... Uh, when he was first looking at himself in the mirror, he's like, runs his hand <laughs> through his hair. <laughs> and that's the very first thing he does when he becomes old Picard again. He's mm-hmm. like, oh, <laughs> damn it. Um, yeah, so I'm more excited for the Picard show than Discovery Season 2. I am so curious as to what they're going to do. I kind of want. Like, what so, are they possibly going to do? I would like to do. No, is, uh, is like him post Starfleet. Sure. Where because in old, I don't know if it's old canon or if it's I don't I don't know yet. But in post the movies, like mm-hmm. through the books and the comics, he becomes the ambassador to Vulcan. Yes. Mm-hmm. I want to see that ambassador Picard. Yeah, I think that would be great. And then you can have little pop ins with Captain Jordy LaForge and uh, and hell. Maybe he spent that whole time fixing uh, B4. Yeah. And now he's Data again. So now it's the Picard and Data show. (laughs) And he's like the old crazy man (laughs) teaching this android how to be himself Mm -hmm. again. That'd be amazing. 
And then the show, then the series ends with with Picard going off to this time to this time bubble thing and having to go get, and it's it's all it like leads right into all good things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, cause that'd be great. Uh, what if what if it starts out that uh, him and Beverly got married and then Beverly died? Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be terrible. How about uh, how about how about Patrick Stewart and Will Wheaton? <laughs> Wesley Crusher comes back and he's mad at him because he let his mom. I die. don't think that Will Wheaton would ever come back. And he says, "No, that you would be shut awesome. up, John Luke." <laughs> <laughs> that would be good if they can contrive something like that. No, you shut up, John Luke. See, you know, I just want the the Riker episode. Mm-hmm. There's gonna be because he directs. Every mm-hmm. Star Trek that comes out, Jonathan Frakes I directs think it's at least two. Possibility that he so he'll pop just back. direct one and pop in as like Fleet Admiral Riker, <laughs> and he's like, With "I'm the gray. Why not? He's that, have uh, you seen him lately? Uh-huh. He's got a full white beard now. <laughs> I love it. Get him in there and just be like, "Hi, buddy." <laughs> and he goes, "All right, I'll see you later. You're number one, man." <laughs> and then he, that'd be great. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what they're going to do next. Um, and I hope, my my main hope is this Picard one really takes off and it brings, because I know like with Discovery, there are a lot of new fans and also a lot of old fans, mm-hmm. but I don't think it got the old fan yeah. boost that it they expected it to. I think this Picard show, you will get that because they're like, look, it, we know him. We'll be back, and mm-hmm. I hope it jumps into launches a new going, golden age or, of Star Trek, or going forward from there. Yeah, because we we've done the fucking past <laughs> enough. <laughs> we got it. Guess what? You don't have to deal with your shit being more advanced than it was in 1964 if you just keep going fucking forward. Mm-hmm. It just blows my mind. It's like you're making it harder for yourself right now. Just. Stop. So. I don't know when we got like all this prequel prequelitis stuff going on. I don't know the what second, started that. The second Star Wars stopped the prequels. Yeah. Star Trek started the prequels. <laughs> um I like uh um Yeah, I just I just like to see it go forward because I, I would like another Star Trek Golden Age and for me Star Trek Golden Age for me is that that there's like a specific time where like Next Generation just ended, but, like, Generations was there, and, like, Worf shows up on Deep Space Nine at the same time Voyager start, like, yep. that right there. Yeah, the conver- the convergence was, of the three shows. That was, like, the Star end, Trek Prime. The end of Next Generation, the middle of Deep Space Nine, and the start of Voyager. Yes. Well, well yeah, that. That era right there <laughs> is, like, my favorite, and it was before they went, before the first contact, so mm-hmm. before they went to the dark uniforms. Mm-hmm. Because I, I always liked the, the Deep Space Nine. If you're on a space station, you wear that uniform. And then when the ships would come in, they would always be wearing the Next the, Generation the uniform. uniform. Yep. Mm-hmm. I love that because that's what it's like. Mm-hmm. If you're on shore duty or at your base in the Navy, you have a certain uniform that you wear. Your daily uniform. Whereas on a ship, it is a completely different uniform from hmm. what they wear. Hmm. So like that never bugged me mm-hmm. at all. I, I really enjoyed that like dichotomy. I that's guess. cool. So... <laughs> but yeah, so guess in recap, I liked Discovery more the second time I watched it. Um, 
I'm excited to see season two, but not as excited to return to what I know and love, which I feel is fair. Jean Luckpickard? Yes. <laughs> the most British Frenchman <laughs> in the galaxy. Uh, I hope they have a cue. Just, oh, just my God. Episode. Just one or more. What if it's what's her name? The, the no, I want John Delancey. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because I watched that one the other day when he finds the Q girl, and mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the girl from fucking Conan the Barbarian <laughs> or Conan the Destroyer. <laughs> and it took me a second. I was like, who is that? Who the shit is that? And I was like, duh, Conan. But yeah. All right. Uh, that's all I really have. Yeah. Sorry, it's a little bit shorter than, oh, almost. Almost a full size episode. Mm-hmm. This is just a you and me jabbering away. Yeah, that's what we do. Usually it takes eight people to sustain this. <laughs> <laughs> We've given her all we can. <laughs> um, so thanks for listening, guys. You can find us at nerddomepodcast.com, on iTunes, at Stitcher, them, Google Plays, on Twitter, Instagram, at the Nerd Dome, Facebook, Nerd Dome Podcast. If you have any comments or questions. Or concerns. So, or concerns, like where the hell have you been? Um, let us know. Been gone for a long time. We were lost. We're still um, kind of lost. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. Back on track. Uh, Ryan, don't forget to subscribe. You may now exit the dome. Oh damn! Oh fuck! Responsibility. I can see the whole time. Nail Hydra. Isn't it yours again? I don't know. I didn't eat the broccoli people. Yeah, there we go. Stop emailing me your genitals. Mm, penis. Oh, I was gonna go red robin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Richard Hive of Scum and Villainy. Blah 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 blah. See you. See you. <laughs>"Cross the Fandomverse, one podcast stands out above all of the rest of them. Well... One podcast is sponsored by the major super corporate conglomerate. No, 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 it's not. Come on, guys, you gotta give me something to work with. I'm Brandon. And I'm Nick. I'm Jeff. And we're the hosts of the Fandom Podcast, a safe-for-work discussion from across the Fandomverse. Every week, we share some geek news. And then we discuss a topic from across the fandoms. Subscribe over at fandompodcast.com. And until then, may the fandom be with you. I think we should do it again. No, we, we got it, Nick. Don't worry. We got it. No, no, really. We should do it one more time. No, no, we're okay. We're, we, we're good. Come on, guys. Let, let's, let's do take 37. Nope, nope. No, we got it on 35. I'm not sure why we did 36.